I rewatched the beginning, just the beginning part of the Anchorman where he does that, where he's like, how now, Brown Cow, and he goes to New York, and then he goes, the Human Torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> it's so random. Hello and welcome to episode five of Did We Just Become Best Friends? I'm Pat Patterson. I'm again joined with my friends, Brad, Paige, and Matul. <laughs> what up, what up, what up? How y'all doing? Matul's definitely going to get a spinoff. <laughs> yeah. I'm already getting contract deals. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very good. Do you guys remember two recordings ago where I dropped that hot knowledge on you about like how many hours it takes to become a friend? And you're like, oh God, Pat's so smart. He's so intelligent. Do you guys remember that? Remember oh, the first part? Yeah. For yeah. sure. I only remember the second part. <laughs> oh. Uh, I was wrong. It oh. wasn't 50. Remember I said it was 50 hours? Yeah. So I fact checked myself because I was just curious. It takes. 50 hours roughly to become casual friends. Uh, wow. And then it takes like 60 to like 100, I guess, to become a friend. Hmm. And then guess how much best friend actually is, apparently? 275. 276. Anybody else? Oh, person's 274. Yeah, that's what you said. Brad, <laughs> oh, okay. you want wow. <laughs> Oh, I guess you won one under, but I guess that makes sense too, because you can go down. It's two hundred, so Brad, Brad wins. All right, great. Wow, that's but, a that's a lot more seasons of the podcast than I thought. We I know. I still think we're gonna beat it, though. I feel like we got some good vibes going on. I think episode eight, we're there. Um, around around that's around that same kind of line of thought, I. Uh, I sent you guys an article like a few weeks ago and nobody responded or texted it to you guys. But th thanks for that, by the way. Just like my family, my girlfriend, nobody texted me back. Mm. That means anyways. we're becoming really good friends. Yeah. We're past the point of having to respond to everything. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? I, I feel like when I'm making new friends, I honestly get more nervous texting them than I do like boys I've had crushes on. Like, I'll be like, oh my God, I have to like really hit them with how funny i am like <laughs> they need to find value in me immediately do you, do you guys agree with that yeah and then after I a mean, while you're like you see their texts and you're like okay i got it don't, don't feel like you have to prove anything it's pretty yeah yeah Matua, what do you think it's no i mean sure, definitely right? you always want to kind of woo them at first it, a little it's you know initial courting and then once you get them it's like yeah, whatever it's funny because <laughs> we have this granted. text group just to just to coordinate this podcast. And I feel like you guys always respond to each other. But when I say something, <laughs> you're like, it's because we're so comfortable with you, Pat. You know? Yeah. Right? We're still trying any, to become any... friends, but we already are True. friends with you. If you guys want to kick me out of the chat, I... you're the glue Sad. that holds we us together. We have a separate group chat with the, where yeah. the real shit goes down. Yeah. It's all good. We can talk later. Yeah. Anyways, the article <laughs> I sent was about, smelling and it says according to researchers in a an olfaction lab um people who smell similar have a more of an instant bond so i think maybe that's going to be the last test we all hang out 
and bring your natural odors, guys. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you want to put on some deodorant or whatever, but yeah. I don't think anyone would be friends us. with me. I, I will say um, when I first moved to Denver, uh, the handyman in my building was a very interesting guy. And one day he came in to fix something and he was telling me about like the power of pheromones and like how smell is so important. And he was like, yeah, the woman of my dreams, the like person, like my soulmate, he's like, I was living in a dumpster and she walked <laughs> by and I smelled her and I just knew it. He's like, I knew I had to be buried in her. And I was like, there's like 700 oh. follow-up questions, but like, I just need my dishwasher fixed. So, you know, um, yeah. lots of unanswered questions with uh, with that guy. Wow. Yeah, but he was on. Might need to be clearly. a guest. Clearly, yeah. And then you didn't. Yeah, you you didn't tell me you're friends with Oscar the Grouch. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's how he became yeah. a Grouch. That's like his backstory, his villain origin story. Because he's trying to find love, man. <laughs> yeah, the love of his life walked away from him in his dumpster. That's so sad. Yes. So the l little peeps, you might like Matula's voice, but you haven't smelled the man, so don't get too excited, all right? You don't, you don't want to. I'll just go ahead and tell you. <laughs> you can see the little Matula. green fume lines coming off me right now. <laughs> yeah. Should Do add that to the pixel pictures. Though. Yeah, it's because it's because the AC's yeah, been broken and I've been sweating for the past month. Mm. That's okay. That's okay. We're all sweating. I'm sweating always. Mm -hmm. Do you want to kick us off, Matul, with your local update? I mean, or not? You had time to prepare, <laughs> like we always do. Well, I had one, but I was going to talk about my Asia trips again because literally nothing interesting has happened to me. You can in the talk past about week. all right, Brad and Paige. Will you allow Matul to talk about his Asia trip? Yeah, of I'm here for it. But I don't want. I don't want to drag that on. You know. Just keep talking about how, how much I've just been traveling <laughs> when I was in Asia the other day. Um, actually, no. I... Do you want us to circle back? <laughs> Why don't you circle back to me? <laughs> All right. I had one, but right, I, I lost it. What a way to start it. the podcast off. We're used to how this whole format works. Literally, this is the only thing you have to prepare for aside from the other assignments. <laughs> Brad, can you please show us how to do this? All right. I can, but just as a, a reminder today, I'm not from Indiana. I'm from my hometown of South Africa, which I'll be doing my local update with my South yes. African accent yes. from South African this city, glorious. South Africa. So I have two pieces for my local update today. <laughs> uh, I'm local so glad news. I didn't go first. Local news, uh, Indianapolis is building a new soccer stadium, uh, footy as we call it in South Africa. We, we used to play footy across the savannah with the lads and throw another shrimp on the bobby. Well, this excites me very much because I'm a, I'm a big soccer fan and, and I used to, used to go to the minor league games in Indianapolis, but now they're getting their own known team, so very bully for that. Um, let's see. Uh, experience, I would recommend. The Indiana State Fair is kicking off, and they have animals there, not like the lions and tigers that we have in uh, South Africa, but they do have horses, uh, goats, and llamas. And one thing I would recommend if you ever come to Indiana is they have a llama costume contest every, every year. And so the people bring their llamas, and they dress up like the Adams Family, pinatas, baked potatoes, 
Um, it's really a fun time. So I would I would definitely recommend that the Indiana State Fair for for anybody ever visiting Indianapolis. And that's it. Cheerio. Wow, A plus, Brad. Fantastic Thank commitment. Thank you. Bravo. Paige was on mute a lot, a lot of the time because she was cracking up. <laughs> I honestly that forgot was that that was your assignment. <laughs> that was Brad's squeal wheel assignment, and you crushed it, Brad. That was amazing. That's the best. That's the best assignment delivery <laughs> that we've ever had. I, Man, I googled at least of... five minutes of how to do a South African accent. Like, you got a few other accents mixed <laughs> in there, but we'll go with it. Man, way to make Matulke a fool. First, Matul screws up his uh, local update, and then Brad comes in, crushes it with the interesting facts and in an amazing accent. I feel like we can't really follow that. Yeah. Uh, well, we can follow I definitely that. want to hear about your, your Asian trip tool. I think that's <laughs> I think you've got enough content there for several episodes. I feel like we just scratched the surface last time of your, your experiences. So. <laughs> that's his right. right. tool or do you want No, let's let Paige <laughs> go. Off, yeah. then... Let's let Paige go. I don't I don't, okay. do, I don't deserve to go next. Um recently in Denver this past weekend I got to uh, live out a high school dream and I saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers Ooh. at the Broncos Stadium. It was pretty fantastic. Um, they are still very good. They are everything you want them to be. Um, but the update that's like so shocking for Denver, I'm always talking about how I miss the rain. It never rains in Denver, which is so true. And if it rains, it rains for like 15 minutes. You can like grab a beer and whatever you were going to do, you can resume after said beer. So um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, right before they came on, it started pouring, like just sheets of rain. And it was probably pouring for like 45 minutes into the show. So Denver had like one of its only storms ever (laughs) during this performance. But it honestly kind of made it better. Um, They kept performing. Everyone was just dancing. My neck was sore for like three days um, from like head banging so much. Um, <laughs> I am not 16 anymore. It was very apparent the next day. Um, so that's my little local update. Um, and a little bonus, Haim, or Haim, excuse me, opened for them. And I like loosely listen to them. They pop up on Spotify sometimes. I'm like, yeah, they're good, la la la. But seeing them live, was a whole thing and I feel like I understand what it means to be like a woman now like finally at age 28 <laughs> I was like oh my god thank you Haim for explaining it to me um through music and I um yeah I think I'm gonna like just try to learn how to play the bass now like I have a whole new purpose in life so yeah that's my update um gonna quit my job play the bass try to be in a girl rock band no big deal awesome you have our full support Thank you. The only other instrument I've ever played was um, the tuba or the sousaphone, uh, as some call it. Um, so, yeah, you know, probably translate. Wait, wait, wait. The tuba is so, called the sousaphone? The sousaphone, you non-musical folk, <laughs> is the one that wraps around you that people, like, march in, um, that, like, you see in parades and stuff. The tuba is technically the one that like sits on your lap and it kind of looks like an oversized baritone wow i have no idea you're so welcome for this knowledge that's some great that's some great trivia thank you not only did Paige give a great update about her amazing time (laughs) at this concert but she also gave us some factual information that i for one and brad seems Mm -hmm. had no idea 
I did not have know. Have fun following Brad <laughs> and Paige I know. with your local update. I get it. The peep, the peeps may love Talk me. about Asia again, Matul. Tell the, us all about it. The peeps may love me, me, but my go? co-hosts have clearly <laughs> developed disdain. Um, well, it is it is hard to follow those wonderful updates. Um, I will dig back into my Asia trip for a little for a little update. Uh, so. Someone once told me a long time ago when I was a kid that if you chew gum after eating meals, then like it's good for your teeth or something. So like I chew gum all the time, like religious about it. And so I have a bunch of packs with me most of the time. And so I was flying to Asia and I took some with me naturally as one would. Um, And then turns out I was landing in Singapore that chewing gum is like illegal in Singapore and having (laughs) gum is, is illegal because they want their streets to be clean and they're not like the US. They like are strict. So it's like illegal to have it. And these guys are like super serious. They'll like arrest you and all sorts of stuff. So on my flight over, I'm like freaking out because I found out this pretty late. Um, and I get there and luckily I pass through security. But I get there and like I can't I can't chew gum ever. Cause I, I'm looking around, there's police everywhere and it's very strict. <laughs> they have signs all over the subway that say like no durian, no chewing um because durian apparently smells really bad it's a fruit over there like they're so clean the whole city um but yeah i I wasn't able to chew gum for like a month so that's that's my update there doesn't singapore also have maybe it's like an urban legend but don't they have really severe punishments like yes don't they cane people is is that still a thing yeah that's a thing yeah all over chewing gum and they pull you over and cane you like yeah you'd probably get like beat up yeah, there's signs all over the city that say um, it's a it's a graphic of one of one person beating up another person. And it says moment of anger, lifetime of regret. Oh. Don't. <laughs> yeah. It's like and then it's like twenty thousand dollar fine or 10 years in prison for beating someone up or hitting somebody. Wow. So wow. They, they take it seriously. Sounds like how did you how did you manage without the gun? <laughs> I don't know, man. My teeth Was are right now. Did, was it a very, was it a cleaner city? Were you like, wow. oh, amazing, amazingly clean. I wonder, like, did the pandemic hit them less harshly than us dirty Americans? It's interesting because like the masks are no longer required there, but I didn't see a single person without a mask. So everyone is just naturally, I guess, prone to being cleaner. Um, that includes their streets and their personal hygiene. So yeah, I guess COVID was better for them. I don't really know that though. Well, how do you we'll have our intern room? fact checker look that up for us. <laughs> the the podcast and Sarah, can you get on that? Thanks. <laughs> I'll fact Sarah's check myself and report back. Yeah. Well, I feel like quitting gum, like people chew gum to quit stuff. Like you're trying to quit yeah. smoking, you chew gum. But if you're I picked to up quit smoking gum, yeah, maybe that's what you do. You can you smoke in Singapore? Yeah, you can. Ironically, it's, <laughs> you, you can go. smoke. It's a new hobby oh for you. I do think our like warning uh, ads or marketing, whatever you want to call it, should be harsher. Like when you go to Europe, the cigarette packages literally have like diseased lungs on them and they're like cancer. Yeah, that's like what it says. It says like cancer. Like you still want to do this? Yeah. It has like one of the side effects for smoking it has is impotence and it has like a naked man curled up on the front of the package like that would probably stop me from picking up cigarettes more than like Surgeon General's warning. And, like, when I think about it, like, 
the like anti-drug or like anti-alcohol it'll be like some you know buddy sitting there now I'm older so I get like the older alcohol ones where it's like a woman drinking wine and it's like not she's not like playing with her kids she's like drinking wine it's like remember when <laughs> remember when you could put down the bottle it's like ridiculous all it makes me do and I'm like oh you know what a glass of wine wow. does sound nice like that's all that like they are not working. I'm like, huh, you know what? That, I could, I could dabble. You know what? I could. Thank you. Yeah. Hulu, like, I, don't, these... I don't have a kid. I, I could have a glass yeah. of wine right now. Piper's, fi- my dog's yeah. fine. It's, you know, yeah. she probably likes it better when I'm a little drunk. Cause I'm like more fun. And I like play tug of war <laughs> sillier. Yeah. yeah, you're right. They got to get serious with the ads. They're just, it's just an advertisement for you. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. I have some red wine. Well, it was a pretty good update, Matul, more so because it spurred a cool conversation from Brad yes, and, and yes. Paige. And you know that I'm here Not to serve. because of the content of your of your update. That's fair. I accept that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Matul. I love how you just, you just take it. I'm going to do mine quick because we have some awesome questions today. Um, a couple up updates. Well, I did my first improv show. Yay! Friday Woo! last week. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. It went well. I'm going to keep doing it, hopefully. Um, I sent a picture to Matul. This is more of a local, local. Today, I was walking the dogs, and I saw Matul might know because we learned in an earlier episode that Matul was into cars. I sent Matul a picture of a Ferrari. Looked like it was from like the 60s or something. Do you remember the, did you see the picture, Matul? I did. It looked like a Ferrari from like, um the 60s maybe 70s i think it might have been like a 250 gto or something um it was, was a very really cool yeah what color was Tweet it that's what i care about it's red so cliche let me pull it up um and then the other you, you said you're pulling it up yeah i'm totally sharing the picture the listeners oh, can't see this but it's like very old. It kind of looks looking. like um, it's a hybrid of Back to the Future meets Seussville, like in the in the suit Doctor Seuss Cat in the Hat adaptation with Michael Myers. Throwback to my childhood. Um, yeah, that's what I'm getting. I clearly know cars. If the, if that wasn't <laughs> apparent to the listener, I, I would agree with that description. <laughs> that was a great description. Yeah, it was excellent. Can't see it. Thank we'll you. drop the photos somewhere so people can I'll see put them it up later. On the tweeter. Um, but I have a better update, a more interesting update than that. I just thought that was cool because I saw it in my tool, recognized it was like a really old, cool car. But there's a, I'm sure have the espresso martinis. They're probably already in everywhere else, right? Brad, is that a big thing in Indianapolis? Yeah, I've they're from the nineties. They're in from the 90s. You Gen Z. I am, I am not Patrick. a Gen Zer, but I, they've been they've been like super hot the past like six months. But hold on, there's a new martini that just came out, and I'm wondering if it's ever gonna hit you guys. It's a cheesy Belvedo martini. No, it's uh, I nope. swear to you. Velveeta, oh, sorry, Brad. If Veltini. it's gonna hit anywhere, it's gonna hit Indianapolis. I was gonna <laughs> yeah. say that seems like one it's of the not few things like that would Denver. start. Vegan yeah, Denver would... hippies are like, oh no, we won't, no, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, it's not That's coming a heart to Denver. We can send this the state food point. of Indiana is wow. fried tenderloin on a stick. So if it's going yeah. anywhere, 
Yeah, that it's seems Velveeta like one of the few things that vodka. would start start in the Midwest and spread to the coast. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know where you guys got that from. But strangely, Anyways, I have not seen that in Indiana yet. So. I think it's a Velveeta campaign. Or Wisconsin. Yeah. I don't know if any of you are boba tea drinkers, um, but they have one that has like um, like a sweet cheese on top, and then they'll put salt on it. It's very good because oh, yeah. it's like a dessert cheese. I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a mascarpone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I've had it. It's very good. Interesting. Have you had the cheese martini? I have not had it, the Velveeta cheese, but I don't drink anymore, so I can't try it really. But I'll bring, I was going to say, I'll bring Elle there and she'll try it, but I don't know if she'll want to try it. I'll have somebody try it and I'll report back. You can get the virgin mm. version, which is like just Velveeta well, it, cheese. The, the point of it, it has Velveeta infused <laughs> vodka. That's like this campaign. So uh-huh. I, I feel like I wouldn't get the full effect. Of so you just get like a cup of cheese. You, you, yeah. <laughs> you can yeah, do I that. I feel like I had some, the virgin martini when cheese. I was like 12. Yeah, we actually drink that in the Midwest, but yeah. not, not the alcohol, not the alcoholic version, like you bougie New Yorkers. I'll eat some Velveeta cheese and I'll get back to you. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Uh, well, let's hop into the conversation wheels because we have some good wheels today, and I want to I want to get the conversation rolling. And following that, we have Brad has our drum solo mm. this week, and Paige is going to tell us a story that she made up. That includes all of us as characters, so I'm pumped about that. But for the conversation wheels, we have two returning wheels. Let's get silly and the wheel of firsts. And we have two new wheels, which I'm very excited about. One wheel is a wheel of no, no, no's. And one wheel is the little peeps wheel, where we've had suggestions Ooh. from our peeps, wow. our fans. And I put them all into a wheel. So if you want to give us suggestions, you can DM us on instagram bff4lpod also tweet us at that same handle on twitter and or email us bff4lpodcast at gmail.com we had one troll that was like i asked uh on instagram for questions and they were like why are you wear the, the way that you are pat like very funny like not funny. oh i'm ads. sorry that was me <laughs> and then there's a, there's a bunch about matul like is Matul's voice dating anyone? Does Matul's <laughs> voice have a, his own phone number and stuff? Are right. these the, the little peeps guys. questions? These, these are all yeah, the little peeps are coming in. Wow. These are little peeps. Yeah. And then, so those are the four wheels. And then we have, as always, one little bonus mystery wheel. I'm going to let Paige kick it off today. What you want to spin, Paige? I'm going to do the no, no, no wheel. <laughs> oh. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right, you'll get the idea of it when I spin it. Okay. What is one of your biggest regrets? Oh, wow, that's a good question. That's deep. Um, yeah. That's super deep. I, oh, I don't know. Um, I'm not, I don't regret that, you know, how it happened uh, because it got me to where I am in life. But um, I was the first one in my family to go to college. Um, And so like going to school, stayed away, felt like a really big fucking deal. And then I like grew up and was like, oh, like people can go to school all over the world in like different countries. Um, So my regret is just like, I wish I would have like went to school um, abroad probably versus Franklin, Indiana. 
shockingly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, like, you know, it worked out. I, you know, it got me to where I'm at now, and I have no regrets about that. But, um, you know, future, if I have kids, will definitely be like, hey, yeah, get the fuck out. <laughs> Go away. Like I thought yeah, six so- hours was a big deal, um, and it was, but like, you know, a flight is a bigger deal. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. It's a tough question to answer because you are where you are now, so it's hard to regret stuff that led you to where you are at sometimes. But yeah, I, I like your answer. It was honest and open. Brad and Matul, come on in. Don't be shy. All right. I'm going to say just generally. <laughs> uh, staying in touch with people that I grew up with. I feel like people Ooh, I went to high school, people I went to high school with, there's like not that many people I talk to anymore. And I guess I still could today go and reach out and catch up and be, Hey, what's up. And I do once in a while, but you know, as you get older, you kind of tend to drift apart with some of your older friends. And there's, there's people I just wish I had stayed in touch with and, and spent more, spent more time with, which I guess it's That's never really too late, one. but I just haven't been good about it. I think more right. off, off that, yeah. I, um, I, there, like, if I could go back to high school, there was people I would maybe, like, befriend that, like, I, did, yeah, I wasn't friends one. with, you know, who, like, hmm. you know, that, yeah. like, we just didn't run in the same circles, but now, like, that we're adults, I'm like, oh, we have a lot of similar interests, we probably yeah. would have, like, gotten along. Yeah, people uh, in I hindsight that like, were pretty cool that at the time you didn't, you know, realize. Or yeah, too, exactly. With other stuff. Yeah. With high school nonsense, you right, know. Right, right, that's Good. Is there is there anyone in particular, Brad, that you want to like give a shout Not out a to? Shout say, out. Hey, uh, if, nobody if in particular, there. really. Just several people. <laughs> Just <laughs> give us a list right now, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna rattle off like twelve. We'll put them in the podcast notes. Yeah, we'll add That's them all. Thank you for thank you for your honesty as well, Brad. As we learned beforehand, did we learn this? I don't know. Honesty is an important part of friendship. <laughs> well, we're learning it now. Matu will have fun following those two honest replies. Pat is on a Matu wow. warpath yeah, today. Wow. I'm You're just so mad. I feel so attacked. Every feedback we get is all about Matu, and I'm just jealous. Yeah, okay? you're so jealous of Matu. Uh, you are turning green, my well, friend. It's just going to make him stronger. The listeners just going to love him. True. Yeah. It's going to be like a enemy. team Matu thing. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Matu. Mine won't be as good. It's okay. I'm off my game. Um, I'll. I'll say maybe like I lived in New York for maybe a year before COVID hit and I wish I had like had more of the New York experience while I was there. Um, I feel like I didn't really do much. I didn't go out to places or see much of the classical classic New York stuff. I didn't go get a Velveeta martini or even an espresso martini or hang out with Pat. Uh, probably one of the highlights was going to Pat's standup show. So yeah, I wish I regret not having so. done more there. You know, so not as honest yeah. or cool, as yeah. touchy feely as you guys, but uh, yeah, no, that's but you keep it real tool. nonetheless. Yeah, because yeah. because <laughs> I'll say as somebody who hasn't lived in New York, but you know, Pat will always be like, "Oh, you should come out to New York. You should come to live in New York." And my fear is that if I did move to New York or somewhere mm-hmm. like that, that like I wouldn't take advantage of all the stuff. Mm. Like yeah. I would just kind of wow. go move there and I'd just end up like sitting home and watching TV or something. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is, this is great guys. Yeah. Honestly, I, I joke around, but it, it, it actually brings me around to mine. Probably my biggest, I have a lot, honestly, I have a lot of regrets than a lot of dumb stuff in my life. But, um, <laughs> one of my, I don't know now that I'm thinking about it, like launching this podcast has been really fun. 
and this is your regret. Comedy. This is his biggest. Regret. No, no, no. no. <laughs> My biggest regret, like, is not doing a lot of this stuff a lot earlier in life. Like, I've had all these ideas and things I've wanted to do, and I feel like I've always planned stuff, but I never execute, and I haven't been as action oriented. And to be honest, that's one of the reasons why I stopped drinking three months ago now, is because I realized I'm spending too much time just kind of like doing like making plans and like doing too many different things and like just i don't know get be too, be, making excuses like i'm too hungover to do stuff instead of like actually getting stuff done so like my biggest regret is probably not acting on this kind of stuff like this podcast like that's why i want to do more stand-up and all that stuff like i feel like it's now or never at this point for me well it's great that you're doing it all now yeah that's Look great. Also looking vulnerable. Wow, what a great question. What a great question. Good, job. good wheel. Good wheel. Good wheel. Who, who do you want to spin the next one, Paige? Uh, Matul can spin next. Thank you. I needed some love. You know, after all these attacks, left and right. <laughs> I mean, I want to hear what the peeps are saying. Maybe it'll be more flattery for me, or maybe they hate me now. <laughs> all right. We have a handful of questions, not a ton yet. So, little peeps, if you're out there, let us know. But it's spin the wheel now. All right, here we go. Oh, wow. This is a good one. This was submitted by, actually submitted by L. So we have other peeps besides my girlfriend listening, but this was, it just randomly landed on hers. All right. If you could trade lives with another podcast member for one week, who would it be? Wow. Oh, I, I think this would be, uh, all right. You're going to be like, oh, you just can't give a straightforward answer, bro. But anyway. <laughs> It depends on what you guys are doing. If it's like wild pages in Paris and France and Italy, I want that for a week. Um, or if when you know Brad's going to Alaska for a couple of weeks, I, w- I want that. So whoever's doing the most traveling at the time, I'm going for that person. I'll allow it because of... <laughs> whatever. I'll allow it. Brad, that Paige, was just fuming. This? Yeah. Um, I think I would switch. <laughs> Uh, ah, this one's tough. I, I'm gonna follow my tool and kind of give a split answer. Um, it's spreading. So Join the dark side. Part of me wants to switch with Pat and see what it's like living in New York for a week, because um, that's something I've like considered. Um, but the other, and mostly because I want like the Devil Wears Prada like montage, and I feel like a week is a good time amount of time <laughs> to like you know get yeah. that done. You know, so. I don't have that many clothes, so whatever. Um, <laughs> but the other part of me almost wants to switch with Brad because I lived in Indianapolis for six years, um, and I have very little positive things to say about it. <laughs> and he loves it so much, and maybe if I could see it through his eyes, I would understand that state and why people don't leave. Um, so that's that's my answer. Um, I. Maybe I need two weeks. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. That's fair. Brad? That's a good one. Wow. I, I, I feel like I can't use the split answer now. Even <laughs> I want to. Do I it. If Come you on. do it too, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> I'm going to say Matul just to, so I can suck up to the listeners. You know, I want to be everybody's favorite like Matul. I want to switch lives with him. But I will go with the travel thing. I, I wish I could go on all Matul's cool trips. I wish I could go on Paige's cool trip. I, I did, you know, right before the podcast, I was sharing with, with Matul and, P- and uh, Paige that I'm going to be going to Alaska soon. 
and I, and I and then they're immediately like Matul's like I'm going to Iceland and Paige is like I'm going to France and Italy so it's like wow I, I thought I was going to have the coolest place and it turns out I have the least cool um, I'm going to Jersey this weekend okay <laughs> see alright I feel like this answer will probably change I feel you guys are being nice because you don't know each other super well <laughs> I, I'm going to pick I'm going to pick Paige because I'm interpreting this as like I become Paige and I want to know how that mind works. Oh, and good luck. I want to feel the female perspective. Ugh, it's exhausting. It's like every morning I wake up and I look outside and I like don't see smoke and I'm like, ah, the patriarchy didn't burn. We'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I, want, I want to know what that feels like. Right? Um, you know, it's exhausting. Uh, but Paige. Yes. Oh, sorry, no, go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, it's just like uh, you have to kind of pick like you have to accept that the society you live in is insane, but you can't be mad about it all the time because that really only hurts you and it's not going to change. So, yeah, it's a fun time. I love it. Experience it. Um, but you do get to get your nails painted more. So, you know, flip side. <laughs> what were you going to say, Matsu? I was going to say if if you can switch... If, if it's going to be like a switch for a week, Paige, you can burn down the patriarchy from the inside through Pat. Through me? Like right. infiltrate? Yeah. Infiltrate I, the I, uh, but You don't give yourself enough credit, though, Paige. When yeah, I think of being Paige, Paige, I think of, like, your creativity, your design skills. Like, you're, like, do a lot of activities, like volleyball, Maybe yoga, if you switch stuff. places, you can exp- explain my brain to me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good luck with my phone pe- notes. They are a damn Pandora's box of nonsense. <laughs> if anyone of the little peeps has any devices that can help us do this, feel free to email us. Brad, do you want to spin the next wheel? Also, we always like spin all the wheels, but if you want to do another one twice, that's, that's oh, possible, so do guys. another one? Yeah. I mean, you can't, I'm saying it's possible. Well, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to do the wheel of firsts. Wheel of firsts. That was one of them. Well, that's a first. Yeah, I think we did the first uh, kiss callback. Uh, that was the oh, first episode. Yeah, right. That was the first C- episode. callback. Nice. For right. the devotees. What, <laughs> what was the first movie you remember seeing in theaters? Oh, jeez. Oh, Brett's, Brett's forming his brown. He's touching <laughs> his silver locks. Any. Anybody can jump in if they have it. If Brad needs another. I'm pretty sure mine was Mulan, um, which wow, what, what a time, what a powerhouse film to Mulan see in was theaters. Mulan a dope movie. Oh, I mean, yes, it was. She just kicks ass, and Eddie Murphy as a dragon. I was obsessed with Eddie Murphy for the longest time. <laughs> that's a great movie. Yeah, that's awesome. I was going to go Disney 2. My first reaction was Lion King. Ooh. That might have been my first one. Yeah. In theaters? So a few Come years older. I want to say so. Yeah. Oh, also fantastic. All yeah. Also, movie. 90s Disney animated films have the best R&B soundtracks. Like, you, you <laughs> oh, stay yes. committed and you listen to the, you let the credits roll, you will be enchanted, my friends. <laughs> I don't so remember what it, what it was. Film? No, it was I was born in India 
and for the first 10 years I was there and I remember seeing some super long three and a half hour Indian movie I don't remember the name but <laughs> it was just I don't know it it wasn't good let's just say but uh was it, it was like long. a kid's movie or was it no it was about some yeah. serious relationship drama and Jeez. families dueling and oh, uh something I probably should not have been in but yeah <laughs> the, the first movie that I remember seeing in theaters was it's weird because I wasn't like old enough to understand it and I shouldn't have been going to, it was mission impossible. The first one and my aunt and uncle were babysitting my sister and I, I think they just wanted to see the movie. And <laughs> like I wasn't old enough to understand it. I just remember sitting there in total like confusion because I was like seven or something and I had no idea what was happening. I could not follow the plot for the life of me. That That's would be very complex remember. for a seven year old. I'm like, they're taking their faces off? Like, nothing makes sense here. <laughs> what's, what's the movie, um, like, the most inappropriate movie you watched as a kid, like, with your, like, with parental permission? Mm. Oh, with that parental maybe they permission? thought it was okay, and now you look back on your child, and you're like, maybe you shouldn't have been watching that. I, I remember it was... Um, it was a movie by Arnold Schwarzenegger called Eraser, and it was about oh. him being like classic. Also, they remade it, and it hurts. Did they? Good, but go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I a different don't, person, I don't not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Continue. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember exactly what it was about, but it had a lot of guns and a lot of killing and action, as you'd expect. <laughs> and I was like ten. I should, probably should not have been watching that. Yeah. yeah, I think I was like eight or nine, and we went to this outdoor theater that was. I think it's supposed to be a family theater. They were showing some old movie called The Man with the X-Ray Eyes. And it was it was like an old black and white movie, but it was about this guy who's like his eyes were what? becoming X-rays. And it was just super weird. And then like at the very end, it's driving him crazy. And he just like reaches in and like pulls out his eyeballs. <laughs> and his like eye sockets are just there. And I just was like an eight-year-old and just flipped out and started crying. It was like, it was well, very That sounds good. I wouldn't yeah. like that yeah. today. I know. <laughs> today. What about you, Paige? I would not recommend you're the one, you're the one asking the questions now, apparently. I think, <laughs> I think almost all of my childhood counts for this. My dad would fall asleep to HBO and Showtime all the time. Um, but what comes to mind is we watched the Godfather Father trilogy a lot together. We mentioned this last episode. Yeah, I've never seen it, but go ahead. But like, I was like, like four or five and being like yes let's watch this movie together um and yet like a horse in the bed like people exploding lots of death and i was just like yeah jay chillin uh, <laughs> normal i was like yeah. totally normal and i was like this isn't gonna affect my expectations of re relationships at all like we're gonna be fine <laughs> this is totally good perfect wow let me hit you with a twofer, guys, because uh, the movie that I shouldn't have been watching, but also the first time I ever saw boobs Ooh. was when I was at my other uncle's place. And my friends and I, were, I don't know, we were very young, but uh, we were watching, because he had all the channels, we were watching Revenge of the Nerds, if you've ever seen it. Oh, classic uh, yes. I also watched that uh, with my dad. So like, like I'm saying, <laughs> he loved it. He'd be like, he would always reference a uh, Lambda, 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 the fake fraternity <laughs> fraternity in it. 
What was your what was the actual question page? Like the wording of it you mentioned? Mine was I don't know, like what was the first movie you saw with parental permission that like you knew wasn't okay or you shouldn't oh, have been watching? Permission, right. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah like you didn't sneak off and trying, watch it. I was trying to remember. Like your parents like, were like, I, Yep, get the popcorn. We're Well, I asked Family yeah, movie I, night. Boobs. I asked because it was like it also tells you about your parents, right? With parental permission. Because they were my family was there. Like I don't know if they knew or yeah, not. It sounds like your aunts and uncles were like the key. Like I, do you ever think about that? Because I'm always like, I'm gonna be that aunt. Like my siblings are gonna be like, what did you let them do? And I'm like, yeah, they're fine. <laughs> Very true. I'm probably gonna be that uncle as well. Oh, I already yeah. know. Like my yeah, sister yeah. will be the one. I'll be like, hey, you better like to my kids. I'll be like, straighten up, or you're gonna have to go to your aunt's house and like she'll lay down the law. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh i want to give matul one more or another question next because i was being hard on him and because brad's got the drum solo and Paige has got a story to tell so matul what, what do you want to spin well you know i don't i think we, we should always be keeping things a little silly so let's let's get a little silly i thought you'd go for the mystery wheel but all right i'll save that for next time let's get silly okay can, can we afford spin. that song yet <laughs> The dance floor. This is this is such a dumb question. I don't even know if I want to ask it, but it's, ask it now. You have to. I mean, I made it up a long time ago. It's on the wheel. All right. It's like somewhat related to Brad's X-ray eyes for some reason. Yay! If you were invisible for a day, okay, Matul, but you became visible every time you had to smile. Like, <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> oh wow. That is a genius question. What are you talking about? <laughs> what did you come up with? I don't with? know, man. You should see how big my list of questions are of random stuff that come to my mind. Uh, Anybody can see. answer, by the way. Yeah, if anyone has something, go go ahead. Let me think here. It's a, it's a I think I would question. um I think I would just um go to Congress and pinch all the old white dudes. <laughs> that's a good one but then you'd laugh and, you'd and it's hard you well no you would you definitely won't, smile tell me you'll crack a smile when those older yeah. girls, oh, that's fine and as soon as i frown nose. i can go back to invisible they're like where'd you go and then they'll be like yeah i'm 87 yeah. i'm senile it's the you know too many ed pills at that point heart medication <laughs> whatever what you gotta I mean, do is you gotta you gotta you gotta uh wear an old man costume so yeah. that when you accidentally do smile under the old man costume there's an old man in there there you there go. You know. That's it. I'll just wear a Richard Nixon mask. Nice. <laughs> I'd probably rob a few banks because nobody smiles while robbing a bank. Mm. That's a serious. Yeah. You know, I don't know, but have you any? I don't know. When I'm trying to get away with something, I'm still like a little kid and like that excited giggle. Like you know, you're like, Ugh, like even if it's like I'm like trying to run from a creepy neighbor and I'm like trying to get my door, my key in the door, I'm like, like that's like nervous laughter. I don't know. <laughs> my mouth's my also 90 percent of my face so maybe i'm just like smiling all the time because like my my jaw doesn't know what to do otherwise <laughs> so matul have you seen the dark night where uh the joker robs everything they're all wearing the joker yeah. mask that's basically yeah. page in this scenario <laughs> just giggling that sounds right brad what would you also rob a I bank yeah maybe would you pinch old men I, in in congress i think i'd go to like a really nice restaurant and just take people's food if something looked good i'd just take it and eat it <laughs> and i'd be really happy and, and i'd reveal myself oh my god like when i ate the <laughs> actually, yeah. I, 
I'm gonna do all right. I love that answer, and I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this question in a mature fashion. When I'm oh, gonna no. say we're all hanging out together, and we're all invisible, but we can't smile. I turn it into a game, and we have to do all these pranks to people. It's like, like impractical jokery, but with a twist. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great! Oh I think gosh. that's a good show any, idea, guys. I know. Also, if any little peeps out there have the technology to make this happen, <laughs> email us, tweet us. <laughs> Love it. Oh boy. I don't let's see. We can do one more question. Okay. Um Brad. Ooh. You have you to ask. Are there any more uh, little peep questions? Oh yeah. Alright, let's do this. Hopefully they all keep right. sending them in so we don't run dry. Uh, we'll be alright. We'll be alright. Uh little peeps. Sorry. Okay. What movie? Always makes you cry. It's not a movie question. Well, there are a lot of yeah. questions. Um, mine is Dirty Dancing. I can't not cry in that movie. No matter how <laughs> many times I've seen it, and no, it, like it hasn't aged well either. Like I'm glad I watched it when I was a kid, I guess. But yeah, it makes me cry every single. I feel like people, you guys might end up disliking me more after this podcast because I've never seen Dirty Dancing either, Paige. So <laughs> many people haven't shot I haven't me, either. And I truly don't know how. Like, it's oh, just, Brett, have you seen it? I actually have seen it. So just in the last couple years. Culture, like, everything references it at this point. I just... I, Brett, I feel like I know all the references, but just haven't seen the movie. I think yeah, I but you don't know all the ridiculous parts about the illegal abortion and all that. Like that, the oh. sitcoms don't. You see, yeah, sitcoms don't yeah. reference don't that know. part. No, they don't. don't or like mm. the fun where she like finds her femininity and like is dancing on a bridge solo. They don't reference that part. I no, see. Then, it's just the dance scene, and you know, uh, nobody puts baby in a corner. Oh right, gosh. I always say that too, and I've never seen wow, it. Wow, you monster. Yeah, Brad's seen it though, Paige. You guys can, can bond over that. Well, that's that's the only thing I knew about it was that nobody puts baby in a corner. But then when I watched <laughs> it, it seems like it's kind of like a throwaway line. Like he yeah, just goes over really... there and yeah. he just says it like out of nowhere. And like, she's not even really critical... in a corner. She's kind of just yeah. like, she's she's <laughs> like just at a table. Wait, no yeah, she's... spoiler alerts, yeah. guys. I thought that was going to be like some <laughs> crucial scene. Yeah, we haven't seen No, she's yet. like Come not on. in the corner. The movie was it's like made earbuds. in the 80s. You, you are, we are past the spoiler warning. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Wait, so it's not <laughs> about an actual <laughs> baby? No, but no, there are no backpacking babies in Dirty okay. Dancing. Good, good. So no, I can actually watch it. It's about like white <laughs> privilege at a golf club <laughs> and yeah, that's kind of what it's about and like okay. her befriending the working staff and being like, huh, they're not so bad. And like that's kind of the premise. <laughs> Who knew hey. these, these poor people weren't, weren't that bad yet? You guys, I she learns to dance dirty <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Honestly, Mature. Dirty Dancing too. I'm gonna, wow. it's not bad. I don't think I need to watch it now. You do though, because like you don't, you don't know anything about Francis. Hmm. Tell me who right, Francis dude. is exactly. He's Does one of the have dirty another people. movie that they have cried to. I'm gonna say or anything like where like an animal is reunited with their owner. Like I'll throw uh, yeah. Homeward Bound out there. Ice like, Age. I, I've cried I haven't to watched Ice Homeward Age. Bound in in a few years, but I'm sure. Oh my god! Ever, I'd well up like a, you know, ba a baby at the end. That's a just gonna get me every time. 
you know, the animal, the animal coming to the owner and the the music playing. Matul makes you sad. Uh, I've cried. I recently watched The Big Sick again. I cried oh. every time with that one. Oh god! Like three, four times on Friday's time. Yeah. That is the best yeah. romance movie ever. Uh, I love it. Uh. So good. So sad. So sweet. All of it. That's a very good movie. I uh, I'm not gonna answer this because I've literally cried in like every movie I've seen recently. I just <laughs> I'm a crier, but I want to mention this real quick because. I think it's funny. Brad, or when you mentioned Baby in a Corner and Baby Backpacks came back into the picture from episode two, I just thought of it. When we're all invisible, right? We should steal the babies out of the backpack for <laughs> a hike. But people are hiking, you know? But like hold them nearby so that teach them a lesson. Yeah, so you make sure the babies make sure the baby's safe though. Get it back to them, right? Yeah, so you come and you reappear and you're like, don't don't turn your don't back do this. Your totally but but, but, but you you'll have to be in a backpack. <laughs> But when you return the baby, you're going to have to be smiling because that's the only way you're visible. That's true. So you're going to be like smiling while returning this baby. So you have to be like stern but smiling. No, yeah. I kind of like staying invisible with a floating baby. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more menacing. Oh, yeah, the baby doesn't. You're right. The baby isn't part of it. The baby's, the baby's fine. Just floating. The baby's not this invisible. This is even it's scarier. Floating. They're like, we can't take our babies hiking because they started floating. <laughs> oh, I love this. Let's make this happen. This is good. All right. This episode is called Floating Babies. There we go. <laughs> okay. Well, let's move along to our drum solo. And we have the one and only Brad. Yeah. So my drum solo today is part embarrassing story and part idea for a business. I'm not going to go full tank, full shark tank like Matula did last time, but just going to throw an idea out there. So my embarrassing story is from last weekend. Uh, I had like an all day event down on the south side of Indy and I had to, there was like a two hour break where I had to go out and get some dinner by myself and then come back for for the evening. So I was driving around and I was looking for a place to go and I was just going to go get, you know, something quick like fast food. And then I saw a Japanese steakhouse and I was like, you know what? That sounds good. Get (laughs) some steak, get some sushi, Uh, you know, going to eat nice tonight. And I don't have a problem eating by myself. So I go in, talk to the hostess. She's like, oh, do you want to sit at the grill? And I'm like, sure. So I go in, I get seated, and I realize I'm at, like, one of those full-service hibachi grills where, like, groups of people go. And, like, I'm usually okay with eating by myself, but, like, sitting by yourself at a hibachi grill is not (laughs) the best experience. Yeah, because the chef's trying to make everybody laugh and entertain you. And so I ended up sitting at this grill just with this family of four, you know, like young parents with these two little kids. The chef's doing all the tricks like the onion volcano and like, you know, rolling an egg across the grill and being like, look, it's an egg roll and making the kids laugh. Then he like turned to me, just this old sad man, and be like, so you want shrimp or steak? (laughs) And that, so I was just very sad and very awkward the whole time. And I was like, how could I, how could I make this more awkward? I was going to tell them it was my birthday. So they all have to come sing to me, but I decided not to do that. So, um, it was a little awkward. The family was like super nice to me, but definitely like felt bad for me the whole time. Like I could just tell <laughs> they were like trying to make me feel like I was part of the family. And I'm like, look, it's okay. I'm, I'm just trying to eat some food, but. De- definitely uh definitely got me a little bit out of my comfort zone but so i kind of walked out of there being like yeah that's just some place you should not go 
as a single man by yourself is go sit at the hibachi grill. But I was thinking that there could be a service for old lonely men that want to go to places that they couldn't lonely normally go. Men. Like you could just get a that, group together it, and be that like, exists. Really? Say it, Paige. Like, yeah, like, it's like, called an escort service. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Nah. Well, but I wasn't. I'm going a little different uh, route. Of it, it would be a bit like, more wholesome. You wouldn't go to a date with somebody. They'd take you to like Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, you just talk. So. You, Chuck E. Cheese, so you could like get some pizza and play the games, or go to like Disney World. I think you need a kid to go uh, to Chuck E. Cheese. So that's you have that's to rent what I'm kid. saying. That's the service. It's like as a, as an old as an adult, rental kids. With no kids. Wait, it's for children? I don't know. I'm just I'm just thinking of places as like Brad just single, wants to rent people. Yeah, just when rent he needs someone do, in a pinch. Yeah. Go places go, that I couldn't. Yeah. Like, so, I so he doesn't yeah, have to go to kids, right, or Chuck E. Cheese by himself. Friends. Exactly. He goes to Hibachi well, why, by himself. Why don't you just it's sad. A, a friend. Why don't you just ask a friend? <laughs> you, you would go to Chuck E. Cheese with me, Pat. With I think we'd get good looks. I think. Um, do you want to? Do you actually want to go to Chuck E. Cheese? I have like want to go. I have fond memories. Of I Chuck would love e. to go to Chuck E. Cheese. From like age seven to twelve, I had like every birthday okay. party at Chuck E. Cheese. So and I don't think I just want to be clear. You're looking to just go places that were where it's weird to not be with a kid, or like <laughs> well, that was just you a, could go without. That kids. was just another example. But I'm just thinking of like, yeah, it's basically rent a companion to go rent, do something. That rent another human that is the appropriate human yes. for that activity. But not the traditional child for Chuck E. Cheese. That's honestly how my grandma used to date. She would <laughs> pick her date for the activity that she wanted to do. Uh, she had like a guy who had a really nice car. They would go on drives because it was the 50s. So that was like a whole date. <laughs> um, she had a roller skating guy. She had a horse riding guy. I could yeah. get into that. That's smart. Maybe, maybe I need to start okay. doing that. After, after this episode drops, we're going to put a, a, quiz, a poll out there and say, <laughs> who's on board with renting other people? <laughs> Brad, this is like literally the, the opposite of this podcast. It's in a, but it's in a wholesome. Like, rent somebody. It's in a wholesome way. And wholesome renting. <laughs> it's yes. Done in a that tasteful way. That was the most no, wholesome way. escort service pitch I've ever heard. Thanks. <laughs> It's an escort service with Midwestern heart and character. It's so what if, we, what if instead we sell merch, it just says we have a t-shirt and it just, with Brad's face, and say, it's okay to eat hibachi alone. That's what there it you says. New you mer- can wear it. New merch. Everybody can wear it to hibachi. I've actually never been to hibachi, Brad. So if I was there, I would have came with you. We should go in New York or next time we're in Indiana. Okay. We'll do it. Well, thank you for your thank you for your. Uh, it was it was interesting. I liked it. Yeah. I think you're also very vulnerable. You told an embarrassing story, which you don't always tell people you don't know. True. And I think it's it's nice that you opened up. I'm sorry that I made fun of you a lot during it. That's okay. But I deserved it. Yeah. It's because we're friends. You That's know? right. You don't text me back, and I make fun <laughs> of you. So it's a good trade. Everything everything works out. Um, I already spun the wheel for the next drum solo. And Matul gets it. Do, do, so. do. I will make it long and tedious <laughs> and monotonous <laughs> and have no point. That's what the people want. Whoop <laughs> Yeah, no matter what you do, Matul, you're gonna get fan mail. It's gonna fill up all the mailboxes of everywhere you go. Asia's gonna... have so much fan mail in Asia that it's for you. They feel think you're there. So I'm gonna fly too close all. to the sun and crash and burn soon enough. <laughs> We need Don't to get Matula P.O. box. 
Oh, boy. Well, the next segment we have, our last segment, uh, Paige had homework, and her homework was to come up with a story, a make-believe story that includes the, <laughs> to all of us. I don't know why I would give this homework assignment. It's so <laughs> silly, but I can't wait to hear your story, I Paige. Love it. I can't wait. So I wrote kind of a fan fiction hybrid mm. of two shows. One is my current favorite obsession called The Orville. Um, and it is Seth MacFarlane's uh, sitcom sci-fi odyssey. It's basically a mix of Star Wars, Star, Star Trek with like slapstick and a little bit of the feel good lessons of Full House without like the laugh track. Um, and then I'm also combining it with Snorks, which was an animated TV show from like the 80s. I don't know if anyone was a boomerang kid, um, but I love the Snorks. So we're kind of hybriding it. So for this, um, I am Alara. She's uh, a salien uh, character. They're a species that the gravity on their planet is um, denser, so they're stronger than humans. Matul is Isaac. Mm. He's a Kalon. They are um, a non-biological species, so basically a robot. Um, and they're more advanced than all biologicals, and they're known for being racist against all biologicals for their inferiority. <laughs> um, Brad is yes. Lieutenant Gordon Malloy, who's the best um, pilot in the Union fleet. Um, but he's kind of an overlooked because he likes to party too much, and... He's just kind of a goofball. And he's best friends with Pat, who is Captain Ed Mercer, um, who is captain of the ship, the Orville. Um, so there was this huge battle between the Kalon, that's uh, Matul's people, or Isaac's people. Um, and Matul went against his own people to save um, biologicals. And so after that, the Union, who is like the humans and all the other galaxies kind of like ally, had to befriend their enemies, the Krill, um, to defeat the Kalon, the robots. So they have a ceasefire, and for the first time ever, Union people get to go into Krill space. So the Orville is out in Krill space when Isaac, aka Matul, alerts Captain Mercer, Pat, that there's a planet within 27 light years registering biological life forms but the planet is not registered on any database. This would be called a first contact, so the first time anyone's made contact with this planet from the Union, so the, the crew's super hype. So they set the course. Yay, do you have a yay. question? <laughs> yeah, do you want to do you want interject? <laughs> um, that's, that's your captain that just squealed, yay. Um, so they set course, 27 light years, hyperspeed, zoom, zoom, and they're there. Um, so they descend on the planet and the planet is completely underwater so basically picture what atlantis should have been not the disney adaptation that made the underwater utopia all above land i have thoughts about that for a later date um so basically um we go to um, an underwater utopia and so we get there we meet the snorks a new species so they're humanoid biological that have snorkels on their head and they make a snorking sound. They're great. They get into all kinds of misadventures. If you haven't seen the snorks, it's basi basically like underwater Smurfs. Like they use snorking as a verb. It is basically the Smurfs, but they're underwater. So we run into these crazy cats and they tell us 
that there's an abandoned ship and fr that there's like this spooky haunted monster. And so we're gonna go investigate. So we take a little submarine off and we go to investigate this sunken mystery ship. Call back to episode two, cause that's the kind of ship I'd be. And then, mm -hmm. so then we get there. We, um, as we're there, one of the snorks disappear and we just see shadowy arms descend. Isaac, AKA Matul goes to, to look around because he's a robot and it can't really affect him. And he has no emotion or fear, so he's like clearly the best one. So he goes and he investigates, he's doing all his scanning, boop, 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 beep, and he scans a biological life form and it finds out it's a krill and the krill are the union's enemies. And he's a krill scientist, but he's in exile because he's abandoned the krill's religion. And he's abandoned, he's an atheist, which is like a big no-no, you, you do not do that. It's like being an atheist in like a small rural town in Alabama, you do not do it. <laughs> so, he, so we find him, we join forces with him, and he starts talking to Brad, AKA Lieutenant Gordon Malloy, about how krill ships work. We gain immense knowledge from him, and we zoom off in our ship with really fun, Star Warsy music like do 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 like playing. There's like a lot like imagine you know you know what Star Wars sounds like like victorious. And then we know that something we're foreshadowing that this is great knowledge for our future battles with the Krill. Boop 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 boop. Wow. Done. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. We're all clapping. I'm left speechless. That was great. Thank you. I'm all giddy that, <laughs> that That was beyond anything I could have ever yeah. imagined. You've got a great talent for coming up with names of people. Yes. Yeah. No, those are all the names. I don't want to take credit. So this is like my fan fiction. Oh, these are the actual, these are the actual yeah, names. Yeah, you were all based on a one-to-one. -one. <laughs> I highly recommend watching The Orville. I'm annoyingly obsessed with it right now, like where I'm waiting for it to drop on Hulu. Yeah. Um, you know, remember those pre-subscriber years where we had to w watch things on cable TV? Mm. Well, we're back in the dark ages because they're doing it now, too. So... What did, what did everybody think about their characters? Matul was, like, super giddy. He was, like, shaking his head. <laughs> yes, I love being the robot. Yeah. Instantly, yeah. when I said, when I decided this was the route I was taking, like, Matul was the easiest character to pick. <laughs> Pat was the hardest character. Emotionless. To pick. I had robotic. several storylines, and they all kept changing because I kept changing Pat's character. He's a yeah. dynamic creature. See, now you know why I wanted to switch switch lives with you, Paige, because of this kind of storytelling. It's, very <laughs> it's masterful. Nice. The, the yeah. listeners were can, taken to another world. I will I, say, I play um, Nancy Drew games, plug for Nancy Drew, um, because I'm really cool, um, and I still play those in my adult life. <laughs> But so Nancy, like if you've read the books, a lot of them are adaptations of the books, so like you know it's gonna happen. But she meets these characters and like she'll be off in a castle in Ireland or like, you know, some pyramid in Egypt, just you know, chilling on some internship where like some mystery goes down. But she always meets someone who's like, she's like, What do you do? And they're like, I'm a storyteller. I travel the world and tell, and they're not a journalist. They don't have a blog. They're not like putting anything out. They're not in that geo. They're just literally hanging around these amazing places, telling stories. And like, how, where, 
how do I apply for that job? What is the income? <laughs> what are the benefits? Is travel included? Like, that's the job I want. Like, just stand Did around. You say and- it's, it's one of your biggest regrets not standing around. I'm standing wow. A lot of times they're sitting, sometimes they're knitting, and you just walk by and they're like, the other day. And I'm like, yeah, I want to be that person. <laughs> just like, okay. I feel like I've unfortunately fallen into the opposite of that, where I like am beep bopping down the street and someone's like you and I like smile because I'm from the Midwest and I can't not smile when I make eye contact with someone and then I'm like trapped in a 27 minute story about you know how they discovered they have this specific disease about eyebrows like you know it happens to all of us can can I propose really quick today go ahead wait propose as I'd like to propose uh, uh, you know how like sci-fi stories back in the day used to be like a chapter at a time in newspapers or like in magazines can we get like a new chapter of this story every few weeks or something and then maybe one of us have to keep like each a new person has to keep the story going along each time you you son of a bee just when i when i hated you (laughs) back i was literally going to i had spun the wheel that so brad has the duty wheel and i was gonna say that brad has to continue i had a, a different thing that i spun i'm so you, sorry but I, was, but I was gonna say instead of that i want brad to continue this story <laughs> oh. i think you should as his homework. yeah but okay. you're gonna have to I, re-listen to it just to make i know sure i know i gotta keep right. track of all the plot points and i highly recommend watching the orville it's on hulu oh. i'm okay. just trying to get sponsored heavily by any subscription service because i clearly hey, have no life we all are here okay <laughs> let's all get it together i'll have to sh- send you guys a picture one year for halloween in college i dressed as netflix like before netflix and chill like i made this whole outfit with like five stars and i made dresses for my friends that were hulu and amazon amazon prime viewing <laughs> oh nice <laughs> i made a I like garter that. with a tv remote glued to it it was you know <laughs> one of my better times Paige, you just start. You just like inadvertently just started a great new segment of this show, mm-hmm. where the homework for the next couple of weeks is going to be this. So Brad, well, Matul, let's edit this soon so Brad can re-listen to it and we can yes we can get the next chapter of the story. And if we can, I think we should just try to drop some sound effects into Paige's story. Yeah, I'm gonna call on you guys to do sound effects throughout the thing, dun, like an yes, old yes. school radio show. I can run a tuba uh, and uh, recreate um, the George Lucas band if you need. That's what we perfect. played in the high school band was like the Star Wars soundtrack, which surprisingly, lots of tuba, lots of tuba in those pieces. Not sousaphones? <laughs> that would be concert band, so lots uh, of... Ah, got it. Also, well, I just need what? you guys still, to picture... Still listening skills, Brad. Thanks. I just need you guys to picture that when I played the tuba, um, it was before I hit my growth spurt, so I was 4'11 and like, you know, 100 pounds, <laughs> soaking wet, kicking it. Playing the a first giant time tuba. I tried tuba. to play it, um, it took so much air, I almost passed out. <laughs> like, I started to fall back. <laughs> it's funny that you it's funny that you mentioned that, page. Like, picture me as 4'11 or whatever. None of us, you guys don't know how, like, tall each other are. Because when I was on Zoom calls for work, that was like the big thing that was un- unveiled. Was like, oh my gosh, you're seven foot four. <laughs> like I had no idea. You know? Do you guys ever had that experience oh, yeah. so far? With or 
I guess I started my job without meeting my coworkers. Yeah. I started remote, and my boss thought I was much taller yeah. than I am, which I was like, Ooh, must be. So this will be the next, whenever we get together, it'll be like, oh, you're this tall. Nobody revealed, okay? I mean, I'm sure you can kind of figure it out from my pictures we might have seen, but then we'll also smell each other, okay? We'll Ooh, smell. Pheromone test. Man, I can't wait to smell you guys. And then we'll see the height, and then... That's and like then a Harry we'll Potter... Break a 200-hour record potion they make that potion and it smells like what they're attracted to and that's how you know hermione's got the feels <laughs> for ron dis to to fans dismay that it wasn't hp himself oh man yeah it's too obvious hey, to be spoiler HP. alert oh my god that okay that one made our generation next. you can't have a spoiler yeah. alert for that one Pat, everyone okay. hates us for how much we love that as a generation yeah. I do have a lot of Harry Potter questions, by the way, in a lot of these wheels. <laughs> Anyways, we'll get to them eventually. I'm surprised nobody picked the mystery wheel, but I'm going to save it for next time. Um, to wrap us up, what did you learn about each other? What surprised you? Um, what do you want to? What do you want to say? What, what did you learn about each other, or commonality, or interesting fact that you found that has binded you closer to one another? I, I was impressed by Paige's or tuba play. Yeah. So I yeah, didn't know she was musical, impressive. and if I was going to guess an instrument, I would not guess tuba. God, I would Ooh. not say I was musical. I write a lot of, like, fake yeah. song, like, jingles in my head, but, like, I have no musical talent, so they just <laughs> stay there. I actually, um, I went on a date with a musician, and I'm always saying, like, I'm a whore for Apple, just like that, because, like, I have so many apple products and i won't stop having apple products and you know i'm proud of it at this point um so i said that and he thought it was funny and he went home and like did like a seven instrument ensemble full jingle and i was like oh my god i have been waiting my whole life for this um and i was like hey i you know i think we're more friends but i would like love to stay your friend and he was like no and I was like oh my god but I have so many ideas like uh, why like we could be we could get a Grammy no. I like yeah. I just I wish little peeps out there if anyone wants to collab on me with several musical projects including my hit single Whiskey Dick um, oh. my barbershop quartet um, take on Grills by Nelly um, I've also been trying to work on a Frank Sinatra take on P.D. Pablo's uh, whole anything by P.D. Pablo, anything, but um, <laughs> but specifically Freak a Leak. Oh, that, that um, was one of the best songs of all time. Yeah, absolutely. one of the best songs of all time. Yeah. Of our gen generation, you said, Brad? Just of all time. I would say so. I could say <laughs> of our generation. LaShonda, LaRonda. It was defining. Or is that a different song? Yeah. No, that's, a, no, that's, that's that one. Yeah. Um, Freak Leak and Mambo Number Five. I was always just like so sad. I was like, no one's ever gonna say Paige in a song. Like it's just, I was I like, learned. Hmm. like Jessica, like Mambo Number Five said Jessica. I was like, that's a pretty white ass name, but Paige. It's not enough syllables. That's really the only. Problem. It's just like you know, no, what is little it? Little peeps, little peeps. If you got a collab, hit us up. I learned that Paige has a story about literally everything. <laughs> <laughs> I truly do. Oh, God. But, Tool, what did you learn? Um, I learned that, yeah, I mean, 
I learned a lot about Brad and Paige based on their regrets and that I have, in addition to my New York regret, the same ones. Um, so we have some commonalities there. Are you happy, Pat? Are you happy, Pat? That was a pretty straightforward that answer. That was pretty, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was okay. <laughs> Come I'm gonna, on. I'm going to say it was, it was, it was fine. Paige, round us out. <laughs> I'm, I'm just messing with you. No way, Brad. I learned that um, Pat, Pat is a, a little jealous. He's been pretty catty this oh, episode. Well, a little catty, <laughs> a little jealous. He's not I'm looking sorry, pleased guys. with us too. <laughs> I love you all. I only jest because I love you all. <laughs> the day you don't jest is when we will be concerned. True. When yeah, you're jestless. Very, very true. I apologize if I hurt anybody's feelings with my cattiness. I'll rein it back. It's okay. Right? Don't apologize. No, no, please. No, never rain change. It forward. Don't change who you are. Uh, oh, yeah. I apologize to the little peeps. You know what? My biggest regret... Being catty on a on this podcast, I think that's how we're gonna wrap this. Wow, up. you have a pretty charmed fucking life. That's your biggest regret. <laughs> Bada boom! All right, if you have any suggestions for us, send us the DMs, the tweets, the emails. BFF4Lpodcast at gmail .com. Thanks for listening, and you'll catch us on the next episode, episode six. We'll have about six hours getting closer to that best friendship goodbye everybody say goodbye Yay. everybody peace Bye. lessons little peeps hey there did you like the show did we make you pee your pants lol at least exhale through your nose half chortle while you're listening to this at work if you did like the show and you want to follow us Find us on Twitter and Instagram at BFF4LPod or find us online at BFF4LPod.com.